Um, my name is Dustin Fuller, and I'm currently the vice chair um, for the SACPAW Board of Directors. And uh, it's so good to see many familiar faces in the room today. Um, just to be sure, um, this session is recorded. Um, and $10 is the lunch fee for the speaker. Um, please put $10 in the basket and designate someone to uh, be in charge of that. And Lisa will come around later to collect. SACPAW is a volunteer not-for-profit organization relies on the contributions of members and session attendees to work to continue its work. Um, we would like to welcome, uh, acknowledge the University of Lethbridge's support for their distribution of notices and uh, financial support. It's an excellent partner to have, as well as um, South Country Catering for preparing the lunch. The presentation um, of Dr. Haken will take 25 to 30 minutes, and we'll have a 30-minute uh, question period beginning at 1 p.m. shortly after lunch. Um, so without further ado, I'd like to give you a little preamble. Um, after an 18-month creation period in which time a 26-member committee obtained input from internal and external constituents, the 2009-13 strategic plan of the University of Lethbridge was rolled out in January 2009. The plan emphasizes the university's continued commitment to advancing as a comprehensive institution that maintains and deepens its dedication to a sense of com community, engagement, diversity, and connection. However, with current worldwide economic conditions, it is both fair and reasonable to question the strength and durability of the strategic plan as a vehicle to move the university forward. Dr. Haken will discuss how potential funding cuts to post-secondary education in Alberta impacts the durability of the U University of Lethbridge strategic plan and will describe how the University of Lethbridge plans to serve in the best interests of students. Dr. Haken is the current uh, Vice President Academic and Provost, um, a position that he started in July of 2007. Uh, prior to that, he was the Associate uh, VP Academic for the University of Lethbridge. Without further ado, let's give a SACPAW welcome to Dr. Haken. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm a wanderer. I don't stand behind um, stages. I, I absolutely wander. I'm sorry about that. I know it's not what you wanted, but I can't stand behind stages. So thank you for the invitation to be here. I'm very pleased that I can come and talk to you a little bit about some of the challenges we have at the university with respect to making sure our strategic plan is a success that we had crafted for it. So let's get into a little bit of a presentation. When you build a strategic plan, you come to realize very, very early that there's no shortage of good information that will be supplied to you. But the secret is making sure you have a process by which community can become engaged. And what I mean by that is that if you don't ensure that everyone has a vehicle for input and providing advice, you find yourself trapped in a maze. No process forward, because there will always be individuals that say, oh, well, you know, I've had a great idea. You're not listening to me. You must ensure the communication. When we started the process off, we had approximately, I think it was 26 people sitting on the, on the committee. 26 people is a very, very large committee. And we knew that. But it was done purposefully because every constituency within the institution was represented. And that doesn't guarantee success, 
but it certainly puts you on a path whereby you're going to get the input you need, not just internally, but then externally as well. So process when developing plans is important. So at the end of the day, you can turn around and say, we listened, we've put something down, this is what we heard. Previously, when I came to SACPA, I was with a panel, and we talked about the corporatization of universities. And it's funny how that impacted the committee's thinking about what a strategic plan should look like. We moved away from using corporate language early on in the plan. We went away from that management speak of vision, mission, goals, objectives, because we were really struggling with the concept of what that meant. What we wanted, and it was a real epiphany when it came on from a member of the committee, was we wanted plain language. And so we came up with terms like who we are, why we exist, and perhaps more importantly, where we are going. It speaks to who we are. It speaks with direct language. It connected with the people, not only on the committee, but also in our community. And that was very, very important. And it allowed us then to think about what some of the answers to these questions were without getting hung up in artificial management-type structures that were actually working counter to where we wanted to go. So where are we going? And first of all, that picture. That's what it's all about for us. It's about the students. We're not there for ourselves as administrators and academics. We are there for our students. They are the picture. We are there for our community as well. So these words are really important to us. University of Lethbridge will continue to build a comprehensive institution that preserves its sense of community, engagement, diversity, and connection. Now, there's been a lot of talk about that word comprehensive. What does it mean? Does it mean the university is forgetting about what it did for the last 42 years? Does it mean that undergraduate education is not where it's at? Absolutely not. Comprehensive means that we will be using every piece that we've learned over the last 42 years with undergraduate education and making sure that we've learned our lessons and yet moving the university forward in some new challenging directions for us in terms of graduate programming. That supports the research com uh, composition of the university as well. I've got to make it very clear. We are not focusing on graduate education to the detriment of undergraduate education. Rather, the graduate education flows out of the undergraduate experience. And that is very, very important for, this, for people to understand what that word comprehensive means. We are not changing our footprint. We want to be there for undergraduates. But what we also recognized is, as a group, that over the years, although Lethbridge is a small community, 80-odd thousand people, we are still not connected in the way we want to be. We want to be a bigger part of this community. We want to reach further into the community. And we've taken some stances on that that you'll see in the community in the next few months. You may have already seen one of them, the new building downtown. The University of Lethbridge is back downtown purposefully. We want to engage with people on this side of the, of the water as well. We want to reach out into the community in a bigger way. That's part of where we're going in this strategic plan. So what are the strategic priorities that we came with? 
Now, again, this is, this, the language is important here. It's not about setting goals and saying, we're going to tick these goals off over the next five years. What we're trying to do here are set directions. Directions and opportunities for the institution. So we're not tracked into a single course of action. But rather we're going to be guided by a set of principles that will move us through. So what are they? The big one. Confirm our place as a comprehensive university. Within the Alberta post-secondary system, there have been some announcements with respect to new universities. Right, McEwen University, Mount Royal University. University of Lethbridge is getting squeezed for undergraduate students looking for degree opportunities. That word comprehensive defines where the University of Lethbridge sits within the government's six-sector model of of a description of all post-secondary institutions in Alberta. We sit in the top box. That is the comprehensive research and academic institutions. The word comprehensive speaks to the government's views of where we should be, and it speaks to our own internal view of how we are going to grow. So we are committed to to that goal. You get nowhere in a university without being committed to the student experience. You are only as good as the reputation that your students take forward from the institution. You must always look to make sure that students are given the tools and the skills they need to succeed, not in one particular job or occupation, but in a lifetime of engagement. You must enhance that student experience. It has to be a priority. Building community. We're still young in university terms. We're still very young at 42. But it is essential that we have the footprint established that will give us a path to build with this community, to grow with this community. And bring the people inside the university to understand what it is to be a community of scholars and a community of educators. We must show that to the public. So they understand why that University of Lethbridge is a prominent place within our community. We must show the value. And we may have been guilty of not always sort of coming out and showing you everything that's going on. We want to be out there. You've seen some of the projects recently that have been completed. That new community stadium that opened this semester. What has that done? The first game of the stadium, the first game of the season, sorry, at that new stadium brought in roughly 3,000 people, all of which tracked across our campus. It's opening up the campus to people to see other opportunities and other directions. We are committed to that community experience. My job in the institution is quality. Vice President Academic is where the buck stops on academic quality. I'm the one that has the final say on whether a program cuts the mark whether the quality is there both in my faculty and in the program that has been developed. We want to make sure that not only do we have quality programs for our students, but also that we provide access to those groups who traditionally may not have had the access to post-secondary education, which may mean doing things differently in the future. But we will make sure that underrepresented groups can come to the university and look for high-quality educational experiences. 
And in everything we do know, there is always the question of environmental sustainability. 10, 15 years ago, that was not really on many people's radar. Over the last, I would say, about 10 years, the university has constantly striven to look to see how it does business with respect to environmental sustainability, whether it's in the building design, whether it's in the waterless urinals that we put into, into the university, whether it's with putting in a community garden or looking at recycling schemes. This is part of our movement forward. We look to see what we can do on every project and look at the environmental consequences as a natural part of the progression of what we do. It's not an afterthought. It's a strategic direction. So those, that provides the framework of what the plan was all about. And we're pretty proud. My, my co-chair is here today, Nancy Walker. We chaired the committee that moved this forward. And, you know, between us, we're very proud of what the committee has been able to achieve. But we did a heck of a lot of listening. So what is ahead? And many of you will recognize Sisyphus there. It's not quite that bad, and I assure you that's not me. Uh, but it'd be very foolish to say that in these times that it's all a bed of roses. There are some distinct challenges ahead of us as an institution. A lot of them, most of them, 99.9% .9 of them, are not of our making because it involves money from the Alberta government. We're going to be challenged. We're going to be pushed hard. But the plan that we have developed, the strategic plan, will act as a framework for decision-making that will ensure we don't come off the rails. One of the things that came out from the challenges, and it helps to guide the Board of Governors, is that in the boardroom, we have all of those strategic directions on the wall, such that it guides the decisions of the Board as we move forward. We do have financial challenges, and I'll explain a bit more in a moment. But we believe that by using the framework of the plan, we will be able to move forward and achieve those things that this institution and this community community richly deserve. So here's the financial picture in a nutshell. I know my, my colleague from the finance side of the house would have a fit that I just put on two pie charts, but here it is. It's as simple as this. Really. Operating revenue. You can see we get 67% from an operating grant from the Alberta government. 25% of the operating revenue comes in from student tuition. If that 67% is held constant and constant dollars, that's equivalent to taking a cut. Because if you'll see on the other side of the piece that we have operating expenditures, 71% for salaries and another 10% for uh, benefits. 81%, in other words, of all the money goes out directly to people. What does it mean then if the government say that you can anticipate 0% funding increases for the next two years, which is the message. It's, 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 it's well known. We've certainly had town hall meetings in the university where we've put this out to the community. What does it mean in real dollars if there is no grant increase from the advanced education technology? What it means is about $5.5 million in the first year. 
sorry, 6 million in the first year, about 5.5 in the second. Just over 11 over the two years. When you have an operating structure where most things go to salary, this is going to be very hard to accommodate. You can see the issues straight away. That's why Sisyphus was on that, pushing up that rock. That's at the moment how it feels like at times as we work through the implications of the funding position coming down from the Alberta government. There is nothing set in stone at this time from the Alberta government. In fact, I believe and I know that our minister is trying to ensure that we will get that 0%. He will try his best. But even with that, which in these times would be a remarkable achievement, it's going to be tough sledding. What that means for us is that we have to keep our focus on where we need to be. We need to keep focused on the plan. We need to keep focused on the strategic directions that will guide us forward. Ladies and gentlemen, this could be a time when if we lose the plot, we will suffer for years and years. Your university must go forward. It must achieve its goals, and it must continue to provide those experiences that will help to change this oil and gas economy into an education economy, into a knowledge economy. The focus of the strategic plan, we believe, will give us the framework to do that. And it will mean that there will be tough decisions along the way. But the plan will guide us. If we stay true to providing access, if we stay true to make sure that our programs are, are of high quality, we will succeed. The issue that we have at the moment is that in the uncertainty that has been generated by the Alberta government, it's difficult to keep people focused. And that is what Nancy Walker, myself, and Bill, and our colleagues at the table do most of the time, is to try and keep people focused on what the important job is. Worry is the killer here. Worry and concern detracts from focus. So we have tried to be very open about the situation, where we're headed, where, what we have to do, in the hope that that will dispel some of the worry that we see in our community. The plan is the guide. So what do we have in the plan? What we don't have is that. A straight set of train tracks. We will do this. We do not have that simply because the situation we find ourselves in does not permit for that. We would get derailed very, very quickly if we had set targets to go to. It is no good for us. The strategic directions are more like that. Like a river, we will find our way around the obstacles, always flowing towards our objective, the sea in the case of the river, for us enhancing that student experience. That's what we will do. We cannot afford to be rigid in our thinking. We have to look at new ways of doing business, and we're prepared for that. So if you look at our priorities, central to them are the programming. The programming issues are of high importance. If you look at that, what comes away from it? If you have the right programs, you have access for students. 
You've always got to be thinking when you're developing programs, what access does that provide for Albertans? What is the need out there? What can people do with these new programs? So access is a key. There are a multitude of choices out there for students to go and get educated. I have said many times, the Albertan post-secondary education system is a wonderful thing. I came from the UK. It is, it, in the time that I was there, it was not a patch on the experience you could have in Alberta. Alberta offers choice. It offers transferability. I would argue it's underfunded, but nevertheless, the opportunity exists for Albertans to get an education. Our job is to encourage young people and older people into that education dynamic. Along the way, we have to give value for money, we have to provide the access, and we have to show students that they matter, that their opinions are important, and that the experience they have will be first-rate and provide a lifetime of, of other things that they can move into. Education is not a four-year experience. A degree is not a four-year experience. It's an ongoing way of living your life. That's what we have to instill in our students. All along the way, we will keep in mind, as we develop new programs, a lot of them will be on the graduate side, of moving towards that comprehensive university. We know we must do that to separate ourselves from the other new institutions that are coming through, the Mount Royals, the Grant McEwen. They are high-quality institutions. They are not also RANs, but we are at a different stage in our development. 42 years on, we have a very, very robust faculty that specializes in areas of research that are unimaginable and are not done elsewhere at Mount Royal and McEwen. We are remarkably different from those institutions, and we must ensure that we show people the value that that activity brings. That's what it feels like as we go through this. Um, it is a difficult balancing act because when you talk about resources, resources at an institution, you're talking people. You're talking people. What is a university? It's people. In times of tough budgets, the balancing you have to do is incredible. We know what we're all about, but we also know that we must move the institution forward. It's not going to be easy. We've been working on budget scenarios, I would say, for about eight or nine months. Looking, because we knew, as soon as the crisis hit, we knew what was going to happen. I mean, it was obvious. There's only two, there's only two real areas that get it every time. Health and education. Bang! Sort it out. And we will. And that's the part I want to leave you with. We will move the university forward in these times. We will reach the goals where we want to be and, ha and have pride in this community for what we will achieve. But the part about it is, it's not just the people at the university and our students. It's everyone that is responsible for promoting this fabulous institution in your community. Ladies and gentlemen, you are the plan. 
You are the plan of the university. Your engagement, your support, your activity promote us. Help us. You need to be vocal when you're out there talking about the benefits this community gets from your institution. You are the plan. You are an important part of what we do. So I leave you with that, and it's just food for thought. But I thank you for your attention, and of course, I'm willing to answer any questions you may have on the presentation I gave. Thank you very much. Thanks, Dr. Haken. We'll have a 30-minute lunch and a Q&A following. Uh, please feel free to discuss what you've heard and prepare for questions.